Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Hezra's Hellraisers, in which our heroes set out at dawn, and the damage is mostly emotional. If you're listening to this, then you've heard about us and decided to give us an old listen loo. For that, thank you so much. Our audio is a little wonky for the first few episodes, but it picks up around episode 7, and we have a recap episode that covers up to episode 10 if you want to start there. At the point we're picking up, the group has liberated the town of Goldcliff from a gang and have done some side quests to help the citizens out. Anyway, I'll let you get to the adventure. Okay. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first, as far as any of you know, episode of Hearses Hellraisers. As far as any of you know. I am Eric. I am the GM, and I play everyone who isn't these chuckle friends. <laughs> hey, Amanda, can you tell us some more about your character? Uh, hi, I'm Amanda Joyce, and I play Malpadia. Uh, she is a human fighter, and that's all you need to know right now. Oh, Angel? I am Angel, and I play Stemwell. They are a Hildworth rogue inquisitor, and they are twins with Gwyneth. Gwyneth? I wonder who could tell us about Gwyneth. Hi, I'm Kiara Mueller, and I play Gwyneth. I am Semlo's twin. Uh, she is a wonderful knowledge cleric, ever driven by curiosity, and loving to bang shit together on metal. So I heard. Oh. And Chris, can you tell us about your character? Yeah. Uh, my character is Abby Birchkin. He is a forest gnome druid, and he has a complicated relationship with himself. I'm not going to make a dirty joke about that because that sounds really deep and profound. But Yeah, I wasn't thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote of hate sex, now here's hate wank. <laughs> and we do have a wonderful, talented, funny, tiefling bard by the name of Kalista, but unfortunately this adventure starts at 5am in the goddamn morning and that's like a hundred hours too early for her to wake up. <laughs> so, it's been about a week since your heroics in the manor in Goldcliff. You successfully drove out the Red Boars and captured their leader, Guy of the Dark Flame. Guy Lynn of the Dark Flame, not Guy. You captured Guy. And over the week, you've helped the town out a lot. Some people made peace with the orcs outside of town. Some people rescued a member of the Don's Guard from a cave. There was some talk of going to see a banshee. And the mansion was cleared of all its treasures and deeds delivered to the owner of Bert's Ants and Bees General Store, Beatrice. And Red Apple. We went to Red Apple. Oh yeah, Red Apple. You liberated Red Apple from the dastardly necromancer timothy the necromancer who is sure to never be seen again i really wish that all those side quests had been recorded because i only got to be a part of one of them me too well uh, no 
Don't worry. No, you really don't. <laughs> Those consequences will come back later in the story. Yes. They definitely anyway. will. <laughs> anyway, so We're forgive me if forgive me if I do a character voice wrong. I don't remember any character voices. <laughs> Here we go. Eric, the ever-changing NPC voice. Mm-hmm. This is my voice for everyone now, so I don't have to remember any. No. So we, we, be, we begin on the eighth day since you liberated the town of Goldcliff from the Red Boars, and everyone's packed, and Kella provided the cart for y'all since at least three of, uh, a, good, a good majority of you agreed to help her smuggle an injured griffin out of the town, away from a band of marauding hunters. Uh, don't worry about it, it's fine! Don't worry, see, cuts. Yeah, I kind of forgot we agreed to that. Yep, we're, griff- we're taking a griffin with us? The griffin is buckled up under a tarp, you can hear it. Going, <laughs> <laughs> is, it is it cute or scary? It well depends. Do you think griffins are cute? Let's, let's Google pictures of griffins. Oh my gosh, let's not. I mean, not, let's not see griffin, if you hide their low to see if Simlo thinks griffins are cute. Okay, yeah. So, so I'm gonna roll a d20, and the person I ask will tell me whether it's below or above ten. And if they get it right, something good will happen. If they get it wrong, ah, nothing bad will happen. I'm sure. No, nothing bad has ever happened to these people. Hey, Simlo, highs or lows? Highs. It is scary. It is like a nightmare griffin to you. Okay, I don't know. I rolled a 17 on animal handling. Do I get to pet it without it, like, biting off my hand? It is a griffin puppy in your hands. Yeah. So you see this nightmare griffin cuddling up to your twin, Simlo. Yeah, Simlo's just like looking at the griffin and looking at Gwyneth and just has this face of, what? Yep. In the hell. Uh (laughs) So as you're getting ready, you do see Beefcake, the wood elf. You don't know what his class is. Is he um, close now? Barely. (laughs) Gwyneth does the flirtatious finger wave at him. He winks at you and says, <laughs> He's walking your prisoner, Gylin, out of the town jail in chains. And he's like, Listen, I thought about it. I'm going to take him to the court of the Don Guard, see if, let them pass judgment on him here. It'll probably be safer than having, like, a rando guard watch over him. And Gylin spits it, spits on the ground at you, the five of you, and says, This isn't the last you'll hear of me. I'll be back and I'll have my revenge. As Beefcake just like slams his head against the cabin as he's pushing him in, like one of those cop cars. It's like, yep, yep, everyone <laughs> says that. This is just standard procedure. Malpati is just going to watch all of this with completely no emotion showing on her face. She's just done. Gwyneth does a dreamy sigh. Simma, thanks for thanks for busting me out of there. You're welcome. See you later, babe. He says to Gwyneth and just hop, hops on his own carriage. 
with the new recruits from the captured prisons you had. And they drive off in the opposite direction y'all will be going. It's about 5 a.m. You have the card loaded up and your destination is the estate of Fliplock Shabadook, the gnomish inventor. And can you tell me... It's been a while since I've looked at the notes. So what? why are y'all going there? To take the dagger of death or whatever it was called. It's somewhere in my notes. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it's the evil dagger. I know it's an evil dagger. We need it purified it, so it can stop being evil. No, we don't need to purify it. We need it destroyed. <laughs> and the church, whatever, the church of Sigurd people told us that this flip-flop dude could destroy it, but they couldn't. And the dagger is or called... most likely to. The blood dagger. The dagger... Yeah, the blood dagger. You see? Someone's on top of it. I was throwing furiously in our item. So... Then. <laughs> yeah. But... And... Can you just give me a brief overview of how y'all know each other? Because I know Simlo and Gwen and y'all are twins, but why are, the, why are all you chuckle friends together? Um, well, the the four of us, uh, Simlo, Gwyneth, Mopadia, and um, Kalista, all were raised, sorry, I have a cat mewling at me right now, um, were all raised together by Herza um, after the loss of our families in one way or another. Um, Abby was also raised by her only during before the time of the rest of us. And okay. somebody else yeah, want to pick up? We're all in the orphanage together, but Abby was, like, long gone before we even existed at Hedgehog. Yeah, he's old. <laughs> Abby, hello he, old. He's small, but he's old. <laughs> and we we all uh, came together uh, because of news that Herza was getting on in years and wanted to see some of us. And basically our story has started from there. Wow, that was a weird Scooby noise. Scooby-Doo shenanigans ensued. Yep. <laughs> Something like that. As they all leave the town of Goldcliff, Kella, the the priestess at the Shrine of Luck, and Disciple of Splinterhoof, thanks you again for all the help you provided her. And hopes she can see at least four of you again soon. Mo's gonna lean over to Abby, you know, she has to lean pretty far down. What did you do? He's already oh, walking. Nope. Oh yeah, you're getting your horses and your dogs okay, and ponies, yeah. right? I'm getting my horse. Oh, okay. yeah, I got my pony. Hello, I forgot bro. what I named it. I, the only one I remember is Hannah. Bogart. Bogart. The only one Bogart. you remember is Hannah because I put her in so much damn danger. I know. Broke my heart. Hannah was the pupper, yeah. though, right? No, Hannah's the master. Yep. Hannah is still the pupper. Yes. Okay. Still, still living pupper. Who Who's hooking their horses up to the cart? Who's riding on their ponies? Or are y'all just being like, no, we're not going to take the griffin? Because that's also valid. Can the ponies pull the... Um... The cart with the griffin, or does it have to be a horse? Because I think Kalista and Mopati are the only horses. ones with real horses. And yeah, I mean, it makes yeah, prob- sense. Prob- 
probably the horses. So Kalista will be sleeping in the back next to the chained down griffin. And Maul will will be driving the cart. I assume that's something your time in the military taught you how to do. Yeah, I think I have proficiency in land vehicles or something like that. Somewhere. I don't remember. Probably. Sounds about right. Where are we taking this griffin? You you were told that you just need to take it out of the the immediate area and then you can let it go so it'll be able to fly away and evade evade the orc hunters that are tracking it. With all the fanfare that's due at someone leaving at 5 a.m., which isn't much, but you save the town, so there are a few people there to see you off. You leave the town of Goldcliff and set out towards Flintlock's estate near the town of Old Oak. Hey, Abby, can I get a highs or lows? Always lows. Okay, an hour into your journey, you have an encounter. I didn't even get to have a conversation with with Gwyneth, and we need to have a chat. Do you, do you want to? Okay, so All kinds while of I'm looking, while I'm, while I'm looking this up, this this is still about an hour in. So if you want to saddle up, start riding up near Gwyneth. Well, I can't because I'm driving the wagon. I mean, you're just, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This, but, it's, okay, can we? You can speed up the wagon so you're <laughs> riding alongside Gwyneth. I mean, just... someone needs a conversation too because I heard them come in. Oh my God, Gwyneth, you're just gonna have so many conversations. Oh my God, I'm pretty sure there's going to be another sober conversation with Kalista at some point too. Okay, so do we want to have this encounter? We can have the chats afterwards once we get fully on the road. So, so we just travel in silence for an hour. Awkward silence. Asimlo just like keeps giving me side eyes of curiosity, and Maul just like refuses to look at me. Yeah. Oh no, she, no, she's looking at you. She's glaring at you. So. Oh no! I'm taking all this in, and and Simlo is like totally out of their depth. And totally like, what the fuck? We have a griffin. I don't know what's happening with my sister. And everybody else seems okay with this griffin thing. I was going to say, I'm with Semlo, a little lost on how do we get a griffin? <laughs> Why is this a thing? All right, all right. Here's how this happened. Killing them all wanted us to take this griffin because some people are trying to kill it or something. So we're taking it to safety. That's all that really it is. It's not a big deal. But it's a griffin. <laughs> How did you catch it? We didn't catch it. Told them all had it somewhere. I don't know. She arranged the whole thing. Well, I, She's an interesting person. What did they tell you about the people that are they're hunting it? The orcs that were outside of town at the golf course where they're just in the area, they're hunters. They make their living hunting and they're hunting a griffin. Yes, but here's the thing about any good hunter. They also know when to leave a kill go and move on to the next hunt. If it's the only way that they feed themselves or make a living, then they'll make the smart choice. They'll know when to pull. I, I just, I, I guess what, I... What do you want to do? Give this griffin back to No, them? I guess I just want to understand like, why did we, why are we protecting the griffin? Like, what's, 
we're not. We're just going to set it free. It was injured. The townspeople took care of it. They asked us to take it out with them and or to take it to the, out into nature and set it free. And from there, it's on its own. All right. Do, who wants to do some role playing while I look something up? I Mopati, I guess. Okay. <laughs> but if Simla would like to go first, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'll I'll just um, try to listen in. That's gonna be my because I'm curious about what's going on with all the faces and shit <laughs> silently flying around. <laughs> the whole time we've been riding. Um, Malpadia has been kind of just consistently kind of fiddling with her sword um, at, at her hip uh, and kind of glaring. And finally she turns around and glares at Gwyneth and says, So do you have something to tell me about last night? tried to clean your sword for you. I noticed it was rusty. Uh-huh. And how'd that go over for you? About as well as some decisions I've made. So would you like to explain the rest of what happened? We both know that you like to play with things you probably shouldn't. Do I want to? No. Should I? <laughs> Probably. Potty just kind of leans back a little bit further and fiddles with the reins and stares at her. Are you asking for an explanation for yourself? Or are you asking so that someone else knows what happened? I don't care what anyone else knows. I want to know why you decided to take my sword, and I don't think cleaning it was ever any part of that decision-making. When was the last time you've ever cleaned a weapon? And beyond that, you know me. My weapons are always pristine, as pristine as they can be. I wanted to try to apologize in a way. I really was only trying to clean it. I know that your weapons are pristine, which was why I was confused as to why you have a very rusty blade. Gwyneth, what'd you find out about my sword? Not a whole lot. I got more frustrated than I like to admit. What did you do to my sword? Nothing more than try to clean it. I didn't do anything else with it because it's frankly not mine. (laughs) Gwyneth, that stopped you with magic items. Not often, unless I've already pissed off the owner of said item and I kind of like them as a person. Don't touch my stuff. Yes, ma'am. Hey, Mom, guess what? Make me a check. Make me a vehicle check. <laughs> guess what? <laughs> <laughs> guess what? Like Roll me a D20 and add your proficiency. Shit. No, it's not a punishment. I think she has my dice. background, so she should have proficiency in it. I, I am proficient. Add your dexterity if you want, because I guess it, you have to have quick reflexes. So my proficiency and my dexterity modifiers? Yes. Okay, so that's still only five. I rolled a two. Okay, oh. as, you're, as you're talking to her, 
you don't notice the four elk burst out of the tree line and the horse is like rear back. Make me a dexterity saving throw them all. Ah, uh, dexterity saving throw. Natural 19 plus one, so 20. Nice. So the horse is rear back, bringing the cart to a silent, sudden and violent halt. Like you hear the griffin go, Arr! you hear Kalisa go, Arr! as she would. <laughs> but you know, you take no, you take you yourself take no damage as the elks, the four elks, just gallop across the road with little concern for anyone else. Okay, they're just galloping across. Okay, and while you're before you do your role playing, Simo, can you get a highs or lows? Highs or lows? Uh, lows. Okay. Hey y'all, it's I, Eric, the DM, the DM of The Dice Fiends, here to tell you that before setting out on any adventure, you need to get clean, and the best way to do that is with soap ordered from ShireSuds.com. Shire Suds is a zero-waste soap company dedicated to making soaps for people with extra-sensitive or dry skin. These gentle, nourishing soaps are made from ingredients that come from local farms and businesses. Head on over to www.shiresuds.com and use the coupon code DICEFIENDS at checkout for 10% off your first order of $10 or more. That's D-I-C-E-F-I-E-N-D-S for 10% off an order of $10 or more at www.shiresuds.com. Now y'all can talk, you siblings can talk if you wish, while I do some calculations. Do you head over on your own, Gwyneth? To, to talk <laughs> to you? Prodding. Um, uh, it takes her a couple minutes. There's the whole, like, look at Simlo, look at Val, look at the road ahead, look away from everyone. And this happens, like, a good three times. <laughs> Before she's all like, ah, I guess I just gotta face the fire, as it were. So Gwyneth moves over next to Semlo and is all like, so. Yeah, um, what happened last night? I, I heard you guys come in, but. I may or may not have done another dumb. Okay. It's hard to say because quite frankly I don't remember all of it and that has less to do with the alcohol than you think we've got to talk about that alcohol anyway you're freaking me out Gwyneth I promise my wine skin is just full of water today well that's a good step 
so well tell me what you remember what i do remember is me Kalista, and mal went on a bit of a frolic adventure we met some pig people and that was some what people pig people pig people yeah it was very strange they people that look like pigs or people that keep pigs uh People that look like pigs, and they speak common too, and I think they also speak oink. This is not a real thing. This is 100% a real thing. I promise this was probably one of the stranger things, but maybe not even the strangest. Okay. Then again, I also was drunk on a lot of this, so take this with a grain of salt. You may need to double check the pig people with Malpedia. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <laughs> but... We ran into a banshee, as we heard that there was one haunting the area. Uh, we originally were just gonna, you know, get rid of it, as you do when evil creatures do haunting. Sure. But, uh, well... It apparently um, really liked stories and making deals. What deal did you make with the Banshee? Um, see, this is where it gets fun. I lost a memory. I can't tell you what it is because, frankly, I don't remember it. In order to get a recipe for something so you wouldn't have to fear fire as much anymore. Oh, well. But you had to give up a memory? Yep. And of course you don't remember it now. Nope. Was it supposed to be important? Probably. And considering the way that Maul was glaring at me when we came back, it was, well, whatever it was, wasn't necessarily a good choice. So Maul knows the memory that you had to give up. To get a recipe in order to make sure that you could not be hurt by fire anymore? I would do damn near anything. Right, but Maul knows what you gave up? Or not? Well, I would give up anything. In this case, a memory. Right, but did you, like, speak out the memory? Did Maul hear what the memory was, or did the Banshee just take it? Uh, the Banshee took it, so it's literally not in my head anymore. Which doesn't aid in the confusion of why exactly Maul's mad at me. I know the general gist is she's mad because I made a deal with something that may or may not be a little bit kind of evil. I really need to stop playing with magic shit. Do you want to roll me a deception check? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! No! 
and I get to do an uh, insight? Insight. This is not good because it's my sister and she's the, or my sibling and she's real good at this. <laughs> what was that? Was that you throwing your die? <laughs> throwing up your die? <laughs> Yeet! <laughs> Anyways, uh... This die empty. <laughs> Yeet! Uh, I rolled a seven! Oh my gosh, we're all rolling like crap today. I mean, I did roll an, actually an okay animal handling check at the very beginning. It's just... <laughs> Good job, the roller didn't matter. You got there. So what did... Okay. Yeah, similar one. So, um, I'm automatically going to pass this because of my ear for deceit. Uh, when you choose this archetype at third level, you develop a talent for picking out lies. Whenever you make a wisdom insight check to determine whether a creature is lying, Treat a roll of seven or lower on the d20 as an eight. Okay. Uh, how, how, but the thing is, is how much do you pick up? That's still the question. Because if you're close to matching okay. my score, then you might just be like, I, she's lying, but I can't really tell exactly where or when she's lying. Sure, I'll go ahead and roll it. That's fine. Uh, 14 plus 3, 17. Oh. Holy it's shit. Over. Oh. Yeah. She probably knows exactly so. when I started lying. <laughs> So, tell her, when did you start lying? When I said I didn't remember the memory entirely. Kind of a little bit of a lie. Gwyneth, tell the truth. <sighs> lying to you has always been the hardest thing to do. So don't do it. Well... I don't remember all of the memory, but she didn't take the entire thing. So, what part do you remember? I still remember the fire. I still remember being saved. I still remember telling that part of the story. Who's... Who's up front? Well, Potty, technically, with the car. Do you have your shield with you? Yeah. Do you have your shield on? Uh, it would probably be not probably on my arm. It's probably either sitting. It's probably sitting next to me. Yeah, sitting next to me. Okay. Does does a sixteen hit you? Without my shield. Uh, let's see. Hang on one second. Okay, I'm looking. Uh, sixteen is my armor class without my shield. Okay, so as Gwyneth is having this tender heart-to-heart -heart moment with Simo and opening up about what she remembers, a tiny, minuscule arrow flies from the trees and pricks you on the shoulder, Malpadia, dealing one piercing damage. As you hear tiny calls of intruders, step in the forest, intruders, as five sprites fly out of the tree line. I'm going to need y'all to roll me some initiative. Oh, for the love of... What? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm not sure if I love the interruption or hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mixed bag. Simlo is very frustrated. <laughs> oh my god. Who rolls oh a one god. on initiative? I do. Simlo does, apparently. Malpadia rolled a nine. 
Wow. Y'all are just hot. Yeah. Abby? Shit rolls tonight. <laughs> See, Abby's on top. He's the only one without CW trauma going on. <laughs> CW trauma. <laughs> I rolled a 13. Apparently, I'm very oh. eager to get out of the CW trauma. <laughs> Okay, Avi, you have the initiative. You see five sprites flying towards you. Two have swords drawn, while three have their bows drawn on you. Um. Oh wait, I rolled an eleven. I'm sorry. I didn't. I forgot about the plus two to my initiative from my sword. God damn it! Well, they're all gonna die before they get to go. Yay! Okay. Avi. Avi basically just wants to shout, "We're not intruding. We're just passing through." We mean you no harm. Let us pass. Do you want to roll a persuasion mm-hmm. check? What creatures are these? Oh, wow. Sprites. Oh, okay. So, it'll have to wait till their turn. Gwyneth? Is that, was that your action, Avi? Yeah. Okay. Gwyneth? I switched to my crossbow and I ready to an action to shoot if they attack us again. Alright. Okay. But I otherwise do not attack them until I know whether they're going to stand down after Avi's shout. Okay. Maul? You see the one that just shot you and it looks kind of smug. Okay, I'm going to immediately basically just Maul's going to stick her hand down into her shield so that it's on and draw her mm-hmm. sword while also pulling back on the reins. Abby, talk to them and re- get ready. Ready in action in case they continue their attack. If they attack, then she will again, then she'll attack back. Okay. So, on their turn, they, with that excellent persuasion rule, they all huddle together. Simma, can I get a high to low real quick? Low. Okay, one poses up. Yep, sorry. You, you know, we were just waiting out here, saw some people come by, some hearts looked dark with hate and anger. So, you know, we were just like, ooh, intruders, pew, pew, but uh, it was all bad. It was all bad. You shot me. Yep, we got you. Potty reaches up, but I'm actually bleeding from my arm right now. <laughs> well, I'm sure you. It's just a pain prick. You'll Hate get tough for this day. And she oh sits God. down again. Mall is having like one of the worst days ever. Well, okay. Uh, yeah, so we're cool. They look to Abby. Were you waiting for anyone in particular? Like, were you expecting danger, or did you just see a bunch of people and think, yeah, let's shoot them? We didn't yell out, shoot them. We yelled out, intruders. Maybe we yelled out, shoot them. No, I said. Sorry, I probably misspoke. Like, you were waiting for travelers, you were waiting for trouble. Why did you just attack us? You look like intruders. We're like on the road, traveling. In a cart, as people well, do. Well, 
the road was made by intruders. All right, well, uh, don't know really what to tell you except maybe think about, I don't even know, like, I'm sorry, but we have run away. Coming, passing through. Okay. Okay. No, don't, no need to get upset. You shot me. <laughs> yeah, and? Okay, well, they agreed, they agreed not to shoot us anymore, Maul. Let's just keep going. Yeah, we won't shoot you anymore. <laughs> They're slowly hovering away from the card. Maul just yanks her shield back off, slams it back down. Okay, so the sprites disband and go back into the forest again, leaving you to once again resume your journey with one final Heiser Lowe's from Simlo. Oh, wait, no, from Gwyneth. Never mind. Everyone's already done it but her. Ah, uh, Lowe. Okay. So does anyone else want to talk? Or well, do you we're want still to in the middle of a conversation. We haven't okay. left our conversation. You interrupted it. Although Gwyneth is hoping that the sprites did distract her sibling enough to get out of this conversation. <laughs> no. Damn it! So, me and Bogart are going to find our way next to Gwyneth and her pony, which I don't remember the name of. I can't remember the name of my pony either. I'll come back to you later. <laughs> so, after that whole sprite thing, we can get back to what we were talking about. We could. Mm-hmm. So, you gave up the memory of our family dying? Not quite, because I still remember that part. What? I don't understand then what what you gave up. I can't tell you either because I don't remember it. Listen. If you really want to know whatever it was, Malpedia and Kalista still remember. Because however she takes the memories, this Banshee, when you're the one listening, you still remember what you were told. Only the person speaking loses the memory of having told the story, and the memory of the story entirely. Okay. I don't know if I want to know, because it sounds like it's bad. Considering? Probably. I don't know that I want to deal with this right now. I mean, I don't know whether I should be happy because you you did it for me or upset because you told a horrible thing. You don't have to decide right now. And if you need space, maybe I should be better at giving people space when they need it from me. Uh, I mean, for right now, I'm just gonna not think about it and try to just focus on the task at hand and and getting to flip blocks. Maybe I'll talk to Maul when things settle down. All right, I'll let Maul that whatever she knows 
she can tell you. Although I doubt my permission has much to do with the situation at this point. As you two are talking, having a heart-to-heart, Molly and Abby, you do see... It looks like at first a man riding a horse is trotting towards you. But then as he gets closer, you see the man is connected to the horse. And he just like rides, just trots on past you, not bothering you. He he does look that you have the horse is bridled up and he doesn't... <sighs> that is an interesting situation. And Gwyn is just... I mean, I could have him attack you no, if you wanted. No, that's fine. I'm fine with that. He seems like he's either disgusted by horses or, or sad that they're pulling carts. Horse slavery, man. Okay. So, after that eventful and completely peaceful journey through the forest with nothing bad happening to anyone or no drama. Excuse me! <laughs> no drama! I got a hole in my armor. Well, in my arm and in my tunic and now I have to fix you can get Gwyneth to do it. She's keen to clean your stuff. <laughs> yeah, like she's not even near her shit ever. Everybody's servant. Your teaming just might become steampunk if she does. I mean, she will try her damnedest. To be fair, she does know the mending cantrip, so she can at least fix her shit. But that's only if Maul is willing to go to Gwyneth and ask her for anything. I'm going to assume that's a fat no. no. Mending can't fix a broken heart, Gwyneth. <laughs> oh my god. That's the quote of the night. Yep. One of Hers' rules. Um, yeah. So, you'll been, you may get out of the forest, and ahead of you, you see a nice old man in mostly wood with a corn row, a tangleweed row, just a lot of strange out-of-place crops, what looks like a hatch sticking up out of the field. But you see a gnome, it's about 10 a.m. right now, you see a gnome just like rocking back and forth on his porch in a rocking chair. Okay. As you... Did anybody else think that that Eric was saying that Flip-Lock had cornrows? <laughs> like, He <fair>. might. <laughs> That's what I thought was being described at first. Well, now he does. <laughs> Alright. Okay, so as you pull up in front of the manor, you can set the griffin free if you want now. Yes. Simo is far away from that situation. Does Gwyneth want to be the one who does it, or is she just... Keep giving Maul her distance right now. Uh, probably distance and leave that for Avi to do as the wonderful druid who loves animal things. Abby is literally at the back of the caravan and watching everybody disperse and get away from the griffin and he's just like, I guess it's okay. I'll do it. <laughs> I got you. I like how he sees it's everybody dispersing for the griffin, and Gwyneth is just like, no, 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 I'm dispersing for Maul. <laughs> Maul has gotten down and is tending to her horse and just ignoring everything going on. Yeah, I will uh, handle animal, wow, handle animal check of 
for it. Will Avi be able to set the griffin free without it attacking everyone? Find out next time on Hezra's Hellraisers, a Dice Fiend's 5th edition adventure. The Hellraisers are Sarah Wheatley, Amanda Joyce, Kara Muller, and Angel Powell, with Chris as our special guest. DMing and producing is done by Eric Shapolsky, our logo is designed by at Curry's Chatter on Twitter, and the music is done by Kevin McLeod at Incomptech.com. Track listings are in the show notes. You can find us every other Wednesday on iTunes or wherever you get good podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram at the Dice Fiends or on the Twitter machine at Dice Fiends or on DiceFiends.com where you can ask us questions. If you liked what you heard, consider leaving us a rating or review on your podcatcher of choice or telling a friend you think would enjoy our shenanigans. If you really like what you heard, consider tossing us a dollar a month over on Patreon to help keep the lights on and get access to digital content and special perks on our Discord server. Until next time, goodbye.